Welcome, welcome, welcome to Open Relationship Podcast, where we have open and honest conversations about everything from A to Z as it pertains to the LGBTQ plus community and beyond. I am your host, Solomon. Tay. <laughs> it's been so long since y'all fucked it up. Here we go. Well, technically, the way we practiced it, I thought I was after Solomon, no? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. You were? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I fucked it up. Because remember, Rodney was here with Rodney and Devin. Well, we're not Solomon. talking about when Rodney was here. We're talking about... <laughs> well, it's still goes in the same order. Oh, okay. And so here today, we have Tay and we have Devin. All right, Devin, how was your week? Oh, first of all, we are we are a man down. Yeah, we are. We are a man down this week. So unfortunately, you guys, they did not renew Rodney's contract for season two. So he's no longer with us. Um, but it was an amazing ride for season one, and we'll miss you. We will, we will make sure that somehow, some way, we bring the opener some drama because that's what the openers are used to. No, we're just we're just messing with y'all. Uh, Rodney's out. Uh, where is he? Ronnie got surprised on a dance Chris Brown concert. That's where Ronnie is. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> well there you have it so you guys know um where rodney is right <laughs> all right so Devin, how was your week i had an amazing week so far it's been really busy um but i had an amazing week i have no complaints um you know that's that's really it i don't it wasn't really eventful but busy at the same time mm. if that makes sense it makes a lot of sense um so that's about it i'm thankful to be here glad to have a you know a couple of drinks with you guys and you know, talk our shit and do what we do. So, and do what we do. Tay, how was your week? I I'm like you right now. Like this week has been super busy. Like when I say like calls ringing off the hood, like do not have a chance to ring. I need a weekend to get here. Like yeah. ASAP, cause child, this ain't it at all. <laughs> <laughs> and the weather too has yeah, been that too. Too. so yeah, it has my mood like really like. Like, it's a good and bad thing. Like, the rain when I'm home and I'm getting in that little vibe exactly, exactly. is good. Exactly. But if I have to, like, leave work and then be out in it, then exactly. that is yeah, not that's not the... Exactly. Uh, Tay, how's the second job going? Um, it's actually going really well. I like. I actually enjoyed the job. Um, I've had a few issues at the site, but, chow, you got people that want to bring ponies on the floor and... <laughs> And that's real shit because we saw the picture. Y'all saw the picture. Like literally a pony. Was, he's like, "Oh, I'm going to the 14th floor." I said, "Not with the pony." <laughs> <laughs> like, what is going on? Was he intoxicated? Like, no, he was not intoxicated. These people at this, like, they, I guess they really feel like they're entitled. They must feel like they pay enough money where they can just do what the fuck they want. It's just I don't know if a horse would like. Is that too much weight for an elevator? Like, no, it's a pony. It's a pony. Oh, a pony. It was okay, a pony, but okay. it's. Th- it's a pony. That's still a horse. Still a horse. Like you want to bring a horse in your apartment. First of all, why would you want a pony in your apartment? That's still a horse. I had my head down when he walked in, so I was just like, when I looked up, I was like, please send my eyes to see me. This man did not walk in here with no pony. But this man's pony. He was like, um, I'm here to see someone on the 14th floor. I was just like, and I kind of paused for me, like, with the pony. Okay, um, what's their name? He told me their name. He was, I was like, okay. So I called him. I said, hi, I have so-and-so downstairs for you. He's like, okay, let him up. So he was like, okay. I was like, I said, not with the pony, though. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what you're going to do with that, but that can't go upstairs. 
I had to call my supervisor. I was like, this man really wants to go upstairs with this pony. So what did was the end did. result? No. He, he had to um he had to leave the pony outside. Of course, he didn't want to do that. So he left. But like, come on now. It's like, I understand like these people pay, you know, a good amount of money to live here. But child, right. come on. A pony? I don't know. I probably would have let him do it. I probably would have let him yeah. do it. Like, I would I want to know what what's the pony for? Right. Like, are you surprising somebody with a pony for their birthday? Imagine, like, you know. But you could have had them come down. But someone else let him go back up because as soon as I left the way, left the desk child, some the other person that was I there let him go upstairs. So he's like, oh, I you know, guys upstairs with the pony. I'm like, and I was waiting for them to come back down. They never came back down. I was like, okay, so what's going on with the pony? Like, maybe the pony, him and the pony live there. That's what it sounds like. No, girl. He you, y'all just up. never saw it. No, girl. He was up there fucking that pony. That's what it was. <laughs> now the man's that going animals. animals. <laughs> what do those people call to have sex with animals? Beast, um, bestiality? Beast, yeah, bestiality. Bestiality. They're well, bestiality. that's the that's the what that's what it's called. It's something. Okay. So he's a bestiologist. Cause child, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how you stay up all night with a pony upstairs in a, in them little apartments. Like I just don't. Understand. I'm gonna assume the best, and I'm gonna go with he got that for his like granddaughter or something. I'm gonna go with that. Mm. I'd like to think that over the bestiality. That's yeah. yeah. Solomon, how was your week? My week has been good, uh, busy but productive. Um, but last week and this week. So this was my this will be my second week. Um, I've been doing physical therapy. Okay. Um, I've been working out a lot, so just making sure that everything is moving and working properly. Um, and it has been a life changer. Like, really? pause. Uh, <laughs> I was about to say I didn't realize how tight I was. <laughs> but <laughs> pause. Um, but yeah. So the work has been amazing <laughs> and like it's really going to be like a new routine for me. Like I, okay. this is something that I want to just keep up. Okay. Yeah. So you recommend it? I definitely recommend it. Um, I've been going to Prana Body House. I believe that's what it's called here in Atlanta. Um, and they do amazing work. And so, um, like I said, this is my second session. I am probably going to sign up for like their package which is five sessions and then i'll continue don't pay to too much that. until they sponsor us <laughs> <laughs> but that's crazy though that you say that because i don't work out at all and like you work out often you do mm. yoga all the time so for you to still feel like you benefit from physical therapy and i don't really do anything physical at all then i feel like i definitely need to do like one of the three for sure look i was talking to one of my friends and uh his physician told him that after maybe he was in physical therapy but after 35 mm -hmm. like the slightest amount of physical activity like just walking uh 10 minutes or 10 miles i can't remember what he said but like your muscles just stiffen up mm -hmm. and so now that i'm at 40 I definitely feel it. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, like I said, it's just it's just going to be a practice that I'm going to keep up. Well, I've been pacing my classroom. Oh. So, I, I mean, I feel like that counts. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Anyway. All right. <laughs> All right. So, moving on to this beautiful blue bottle that we have here. This is Pinock Blue. Um, that we're sponsored by tonight. This bottle is amazing. So you can actually take the cap off and like... Do a, do a demonstration. All right. I don't want to make a mess. I've already had a few sips. So I don't want to look crazy up here and splash this all over the place. 
Um, so it pretty much sits like this. So it's like really presentable. I think it's like really chic, something you can have like when you're hosting or whatever, maybe something just have around the house. But anyway, Pinot Blue is a premium vodka. Um, it's actually gluten-free and vegan. So that's like, you know, people that are like watching their figure and watching, you know, what we intake. It's like you get the best of both worlds. It's kind of like okay for you and you get tipsy at the same time. Um, and it's like, it's mixed with cognac, a French aged VSOP cognac. Um, they wanted me to be sure I added that in there. So thank you, Pinock Blue. We appreciate it. Um, how do you? What do y'all think about it? I love it. It's like I'm so. drinking mine as it is, and really tasty. Y'all mix y'all's. Yeah, yeah I did. I did mix really mine because uh, it's been a while since I had vodka. Normally, I'm like you know off the tequila, but this is good though. This is really good. Thank this you, Pinock. Really good. Oh, and they gave us the rosé. Yes, they gave us the rosé one too. Um, but we chose blue. Blue is my favorite color. You know, I'm always down, but. Yeah, it's good. So let's just toast to Peanut. Yes. Thank you. Send us a couple more bottles. Toast to Ronnie not being here. Right. I'm sure he's drunk on his date. Right. <laughs> Y'all he's going to kill our ass and get back. All right. Um, so on Pillow Talk with Tay today, this conversation here is going to put me in a mood, but it needs to be said. So a same-sex couple was arrested um, on manufacturing child pornography with their two adopted sons. Um, so this subject kind of hits home in a way, I guess. Um, they both were charged with molestation um, and child pornography. Now, what gets to me is that of all couples, it had to be a male gay couple. <laughs> of all couples here in Georgia. <laughs> It was in Georgia. I didn't see yes, that Yes, in Georgia. Oh That's crazy. So it's like for the couples that, you know, want to have kids and, you know, think like this is a bad, this is a very bad example. Like yeah. why people can be like, okay, we need to think twice before giving a gay couple, you know, a child, right. allowing them to right. adopt a child. And that really bugs me because I am, you know, in a relationship where I want to have kids and I'm even pursuing adopting and- I just feel like with this situation here, it's going to make a lot of people and situations think completely different. Um, also, I I am a person of molestation. I've been molested when I was young. So that's why I say it kind of hits home for me because it's just like, damn, like they really still have this going on in the world right now. Like kids are being molested and stuff. And when I was growing up, you know, my situation was they made me feel like it was right or whatever. And, you know, after I grew up and realized what was really going on and what was done to me, like, it took me a while to actually get through it. Like, I had to I had to go to counseling. Like, yeah, I used to cut myself. Like, oh my literally used to cut myself. Like, I was struggling so bad until my mom found out um, and everything. And, like, I had to go to counseling and everything because it was just – once I realized what happened to me, it really traumatized me. Because for so long, I thought what I did, you know, what I was doing was right. And I don't want to say that being molested is the reason that I chose to be gay or whatever. Because um, I don't believe it is. Because even after the situation, I still was able to date girls and stuff. But I will say that that was a part of my childhood, you know, growing up that I wouldn't wish on anyone, you know, to be put in a position by someone older than you. Someone that you trust, you know. Um, and to be treated that way. And, you know, I don't know. I just, 
it, it will make it's gonna make me very cautious about who I allow around my kids when I have kids, like for sure. Because these people that did it to me were so close to my family, like very close to my family and stuff. And you just wouldn't they my my mom would have never thought like ever. So that's why I say this situation kind of is home for me. Like, what do you guys feel? So this is actually my first. Well, this isn't my first time hearing about this. Like I saw it when um, we were doing the run of show. And but I didn't, I didn't research it. Um, but this is this is, you know, it's interesting when you say like it, this is twenty twenty two and the stuff is still going on. Like this is stuff that's going on every single day, right? Um, and not just in um, gay or L, the let's just say the LGBT community. This yeah. isn't just happening in the LGBT community. Right. This is happening across the board. This is happening with um, heterosexual individuals bisexual individuals this is happening and this is something that is a plague on our society yeah we have a lot of people who are growing up victimized in families in um, close partners or in close um, I guess family relations um and the thing is like something you said you know it's we do have to be careful about who is around our children. Because that's the thing, you know, when you have, that's what makes it, I guess, um, you you don't expect it as much from someone who is so close, right. um, someone who you actually trust. And so I'm talking about from the adult perspective. Exactly. And so like when you have, when you're an adult and you have these people that you love and you trust and they're coming around your kids you're extending that love and that trust towards your the rest of your family. Exactly. And then when that violation happens, a lot can happen. And so, like, you know, uh, if you don't mind me asking, what happened? Did you tell? Um, so I didn't tell when I was little because, again, at that time, I didn't think I was doing anything wrong, you know, so I didn't say anything. It wasn't until... I was a little bit older, and um, I think I was actually watching something on TV um, with my grandma or something, and it was about a child that was being molested by their stepfather. Mm. Um, and she kind of broke it down to me and was explaining to me what was going on and stuff, and I was thinking about it. It just made me think back, and I was just like, wow, like that's what was happening to me. And at that time, so young, like five or six, like that wasn't right. Like I was not supposed to be doing those things or whatever to, you know, to this man or whatever. And it just put me in a place where I feel like I didn't know who I was. I didn't know, you know, I didn't know what was going on anymore. Like it just, it put me in a place where I didn't want to, like, I didn't want to be around anybody. I didn't trust nobody. Like... You know, my mom would bring, like, guys around and stuff, and I would just be, like, terrified. And, you know, I would have to stay sometime with, like, people that, you know, my mom would work and stuff. And, like, it was just I would catch a fit, like, have a fit because I didn't want to. Like, I didn't trust anybody at that point. Like, once I realized what was really happening to me, like, it was just because so much more could have happened to me. Like, I could have caught something, like, any, you know, anything. Like, and... Like I said, for it to be somebody so close, like, that my family trusts so much. Like, my mom, I was my mom's first child. So at the time, it was just me. So it was just, like, for her to put so much trust into a person with her first baby and to think that, you know, I'm going to work to take care of my son and stuff and, I, you know, he's going to be okay. And this is going on every night when you leave to go to work. Like, 
And again, you know, I would probably say things like, you know, I was in pain sometimes and stuff. But my mom, she never, you know, it never dawned on her to think why mm. or anything. But, you know, it like I said, it just really makes you, it makes you question, like, the people you have around you, the people you have around your children. Um, you know, it makes you open your eyes and pay a lot closer attention to how people interact with your children and stuff. Because it's so many pedophiles out there now, like... It could be stepdaddies, brothers, cousins. It, at this point, it, it really doesn't even matter because it's just really some sick people out there. Like, seriously. And it could be biological parents. That too. Exactly. Yeah. I've seen, like, where, you know, mothers have slept with their sons and stuff. Like, you're a son. Like, that's... I don't even understand that. Like, them people, they need Jesus. Yeah. For real. Um, it's, it's really disheartening. Um just thinking about the innocence of children and thinking right. about, you know, there's not much they can do or say at times. They don't really know how to process emotions, especially like how in your case, they don't know how to say this is what's happening to me. Because for one, I don't know what's wrong. Exactly. Because it's something happening with somebody that that's close to me, somebody I admire, you know, so this must be, they normally have my best interest at heart. Exactly. So this, there's probably nothing wrong with it. That's how a lot of them think. But again, it's disheartening because I even think about situations where it's not molestation and, and kids are still being abused. Um, and kids are being so like mishandled. I don't even want to say mistreated. I want to say mishandled like mm. all the time. So it's just, again, it's disheartening. And it's just like, you know, every day I'm not surprised by the things we see on the news when it comes to children, when it comes to whatever. Um, and it's a crazy society that we're living in. So I just, I don't know. For me, it's just disheartening when I saw it. The first thought was, wow, like, you know, these innocent kids, like, you know, these poor kids. And then my second thought was, like you said, well, this is going to make it say, okay, well, why would, like, should we give two gay men kids? Are they going to project the gay or the, you know, like anything like negative onto children? And I, I feel like that is a bit of a stereotype already. So when things like this happen, it just adds to it. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, that's just how I feel about it. But it's, it's important to, like, I, I do my part and I encourage everybody else to do their part too. If you're in the lives of a child or someone that cannot do for themselves, be your best self for them. Do the most you can do for them and just just be there, like all in all. That's what I say. And and again, that's not us reaching out or being able to save every kid, but you know, it helps. But I think so. it's also important and we recently saw this we saw this with monkeypox. I just got tongue tied. Um, it's the what, Pinox, huh? the Pinox. It must be. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> but, that sounds like Pinox. Oh, well, go ahead. <laughs> serious conversation. <laughs> this is. I can't with you. But you know, when we talk about stigma and we talk about labeling and how, like with monkeypox, they labeled monkeypox like an uh, a gay bisexual mm. disease right. illness. And now, like, even after our last show, when we talked about monkeypox, the CDC, the um, Department of Public Health, they released new material, and it's now material um, targeting everyone. Right. Because it's not just uh, gays and bisexual men or men who have sex with men who are being affected. And so... Um, this is this this is the same thing. Like when we have examples like this, where we have a same sex couple who is engaging in sick or disease behavior, mm -hmm. like we can't we can't um, 
what was it? Uh, we can't ascribe that to everybody in that same category. Right, exactly. And so for those of you who want to continue and think about adopting children, I'm a person who has thought about adopting a child or having a, or finding a surrogate. Um, like, continue to have that dream. Continue to have that, that passion uh, for having a family. Um, I don't know if it was one of y'all who we were having that conversation about, like, your, your thing, your... The thing that you've always wanted was to have a family. That wasn't y'all. Well, um, I, I, well, that is I do, me, though. Me I don't too. know. If no, I, I definitely it, want but... one. <laughs> <laughs> but that is that is also a good conversation to have. Yeah. And so, like, if your dream is to have a family, and then you see examples like this, then don't let this discourage you. Yeah, if anything, this should encourage because it's like if you know that you're a great person and you know you have a lot of love to offer, and you know you want to be a resource and a light to someone, then save these kids and get them before people like this get right, them you right, know so this should be encouragement like if you're thinking about adopting go ahead and do it because kids like this need you and like a nine out of ten they're gonna go back into the system mm. yeah so you know imagine what they've gone through and, and ending up with loving parents that can support them nourish not nourish them but nurture them um you know well, so well and, and, so well, and, and nourish this, that's right this is crazy yeah definitely absolutely like it just irritates me like that you think you could just because they're a child you could just manipulate a child to do whatever yeah. they want like because yeah. like, like even with the guy he used to tell me things like oh you're gonna get in trouble if you don't do this mm-hmm. and like i don't want to get in trouble you know what i'm saying and then just think like it just it, i can literally hear this shit back in my mind like you know what I'm saying it's okay to touch it like things like that like so just, what happened with him and your mom's relationship once you did you ever tell your mom i did tell my mom okay um and their relationship is non-existent um at this point like and it's so crazy because the same person like reached out to me as an adult now and you know act like nothing ever happened like they never done nothing wrong they probably feel like you don't remember. Oh no, baby! I made sure I let them know. I remember oh, okay, everything. okay. So you did confront them. Oh, I definitely confronted them because, like, you reach out to me like, "Oh, hey, how you doing? How you been?" I'm just like, "What? Like, are you serious? Like, you have no idea what the hell I went through. Like, what it took me to get into a place where I don't have nightmares and stuff anymore. Or anything? You got the nurse come ask me how I'm doing? Like, no. Like, so when you had sex for the first time with the guy. Was it difficult because of that, because of your past, like, or? It was, and more so because the guy was also older. Okay. So it was just like, I was kind of resistant, you know, and, you know, I explained to him why and stuff, but it it was definitely hard because, you know, in the beginning, I I started having flashbacks and I got scared and I was like, you know, get off me or whatever, because like, it just brought back so many memories. And even to this day, like, you know, when I'm watching things on TV and stuff, it's like little triggers and stuff remind me, take me back to, you know, my childhood and, you know, not had like going through those things and not having no one to protect me to know that I had people to protect me had I just said something. Right. You know, but, you know, you live and you learn. And at the end of the day, I didn't do anything wrong. You know, I didn't know what I was doing or, you know, why I was doing I just know I didn't want to get in trouble mm-hmm. or whatever. So I thought I was doing something right. But, you know, manipulation is so real and it's easy when you're a child to be manipulated. And that's the thing about power manipulation because not only do you get the message that 
um, you'll get in trouble. But then you'll have perpetrators who will say, I will hurt the person you tell. That's it. Or I will hurt your family members. Um, And then you as a child, like, you're now in this weird position where, number one, you're a child, but now you're also a protector. Right. So you're protecting your family members who you don't want to get hurt, but now you're also protecting your perpetrator because you're holding the secret. And so then it just becomes a whole mix of stuff. Mm Um, for individuals. And unfortunately, you know, we have a lot of individuals in the LGBT community who went through molestation, who were victims of molestation. And, you know, we've, we've had this conversation before about, you know, why is it so difficult for people to get into healthy relationships in our community? And that is one of the reasons, because just like Tay was discussing, like, there's a lot of resistance when, you know, you find something and, you know, you find something that's healthy. And we actually had that conversation weeks ago when it was like, how do you recognize healthy after heartbreak? Exactly. And like, it's real. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. And as we transition, um, you know, we are very fortunate to have our openers who are consistently on it. Mm-hmm. Our openers are reaching out to us on YouTube, on Instagram, and they are asking us to talk about stuff that they want to hear. And so on today's Benaz Trois, we are talking about love and loyalty. And <clears throat> this week we have another request from a viewer. Uh, who wants to know our thoughts on whether we would rather have loyalty or love in a relationship. And that also includes in friendships. Um, And he also wants us to speak about loyalty and friendships because he feels some people don't know what the definition of loyalty is. Mm -hmm. And so, um, honestly, I think our, our openers are synced because our letter today talks about that very topic. And Mm -hmm. Devin, you're going to bring us up to speed on that in a little bit. Um, but remind me not to say the name. Yeah, don't say that because <laughs> it's it's in the letter, so it's gonna be on the teleprompter. Okay. Because um, this peanut is getting to me. So. Look. Um, so, would you rather have love or loyalty? And honestly, I was th- I've been thinking about this question. It's a good question. It's a really good question, <laughs> and I want both. Yeah, I, I would agree. never choose. I would never choose. But... I would never. But the thing is, like, some people feel like they're forced to choose, and just like we. When it's the four of us before the other person got their their contract their got con- canceled. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when, it was, when it's the four of us, um, you know, Rodney has talked about you get one chance. Right. And for me, it's just like, you know, what I'm moving towards. Yeah, yeah, exactly. second chance, yeah. For my type of love, it comes with loyalty. Yeah. On both ends. So I, I would never choose. So for the people that feel like they have to choose, in my opinion, that's not true love. Because a true love, like they're gonna be loyal to you. They're because they love you that much. But if you had uh, to choose, I would not choose. You wouldn't choose. I would not choose. <laughs> like if if I have to choose, then you're not for me. If I have to choose love or loyalty, because I need both. I'm gonna give both. So I need both. Okay, I agree. I definitely agree. But if I had to choose, <laughs> yeah. But honestly, if I had to choose, um. My answer would be love because for me, love is loyalty is wrapped up in that and love. love. Right. Um, and so you're not choosing love because you're saying loyalty comes with it. So you're not. Well, no, but that that comes to this next point about what does loyalty mean to you? OK. And so when we're when I think about loyalty, 
it's not about did you cheat my mm-hmm. uh loyalty isn't about um you know you looking at somebody else or you flirting with somebody else honestly like you looking at somebody else and you flirting with somebody else i expect that um now so this right. is the thing no 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 because bitch <laughs> we're human Don't be flirting we're not human. Be flirting okay i mean that may work for you and your no, relationship you can look but i've been i see you look hello like it's natural to look because like things catch your eye like we're exactly. human beings we're people watchers and like that's our nature like that's just what we see and what we do but there's no flirt like no flirting is like no honestly no. so like for what i'm attracted to like my like i have one of my best friends she and i she she and we have the same type mm-hmm. and so if my dude was flirting with her or flirting like my dude would be attractive and so i would expect him to appreciate that people would be looking at him right right and you know he could smile and he can do all that right. stuff yeah. um of course acknowledge that you're with somebody well rephrase acknowledge that you're with me right but flirting i'm i'm okay with that but the thing is like for me loyalty is really is this person choosing to be here and like i know and i think this is a problem with relationships we get into relations with we get into relationships with people who we don't know hmm. and the thing is it's like when somebody comes to me and they're like oh your man did this and da 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 i'll be like okay because i know my man and half of that bullshit that you're talking about is a lie that part and so like I have open and honest conversations. <laughs> Here we are with those open and honest conversations. <laughs> right. Don't spill that. Uh, <laughs> you know, I have open and honest conversations when I'm dating. And like the last relationship I was in, we were watching TV and he was like, damn, he got some nice calves. And I was like, he does have nice calves. And so, you know, having these conversations, you know what your partner is attracted to. Right. Okay. And then, you know, you start to know your partner's type and all of that stuff. Um like you might not like that. No, it's so funny you said that because I just thought about like me and my fiance. We don't do that. Like even if he, I might see something on TV, like oh he look, I would never say it like to him or anything like, and he won't either. Like maybe we just know each other and know like yeah no, yeah. we don't want to hear that because neither one of us do it like ever. Yeah, I feel like there wouldn't be anything if I were in a relationship. I feel like you know my man was like oh he has a nice cast or whatever. I don't feel like that would be a problem. It would be like oh, okay you like. Big calves, whatever. I'm not about to have no big ass calves, but I don't. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I just the flirting, like I feel like you know whoever I'm with, obviously you're gonna be attractive. I'm obviously attractive, so you know you're gonna have people that flirt with you or just are you know just genuine and friendly just because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's expected and that's fine to engage or whatever. You know we're out, somebody you know approaches us, whatever. That's fine to engage as long as like you said. They know that you're with me, but don't flirt. Like, there, I just, and especially in front of me, like, that you try to knock out on some shit like that. Yeah, because what, it, like, what are you doing? That to me, that's just awkward. Like, I've even been in situations where, like, there's somebody that I'm dating or whatever the case, and like, somebody's clearly like flirting with me, and I'm like, you know, like now I don't want to say anything because I don't want to seem like I'm flirting back. I feel like that's kind of disrespectful. Oh, I've been in so situations. flirt, you know, in front of somebody, <laughs> you know. See, and I've been in situations where my partner was flirted with, or I was flirted with, and like I just stand there and I just smile. I'm Me like, too. That's, that's it. all I do. I'm like, like that. That like. So I was. Like, oh my god, I missed a spot <laughs> with the lotion. 
Bitch, they oh, can't even see your feet. Sometimes they can. <laughs> America knows you got to ask yes. <laughs> no, no, it's just one spot. It's just one spot. That's why I said I missed a spot. But with this conversation, so I was, years ago with um, one of my exes, we went out like uh, me, my ex, and like some of our friends, gay male friends went out, uh, had a good time. So we're at we're at the bar. Wait, was, he a, was he your ex at the time? He or? was my boyfriend at the okay. time. So my okay. ex now, but boyfriend at the time. Um, so we all went to this bar back at home in Maryland, and the one of my friends says, "Oh, I can stick a whole whatever down my throat," and says it to my boyfriend at the time, not like to the group. We're not all like at the table like this. Like them two are standing here. I'm kind of like in front of my boyfriend, like talking. He didn't think I heard it, and I heard that. Wait, your friend said that to him. Said that to, and so. That goes with the flirting, but, like, why are you, like, what is your point? What is your intention after this? And I felt like after that, like, you are, you show me that you're not my friend because, exactly. first of all, bitch, why do you think that he cares what you can do with your throat when he's fine? Like, okay, he's good. Like, yeah. like My fist yeah, would have been down his throat. You good. But I didn't want to cause a scene. I didn't want to cause a scene, but I pretty much, I didn't even say anything to the friend. I just changed my, like, I didn't talk to that person anymore. You're no longer invited. I'm inviting everybody over except for you. Like, that's where you've put yourself because of your flirting and you don't know how to keep your mouth closed. Mm. That's out of line. I just feel like flirting's out of line. Well, so... That is definitely out of line. Yeah, that was um, extreme flirting. And I was talking to, dating someone, and I went to their birthday party, showed up, and then multiple of his friends started flirting with me. And so I was like... Oh, I'm glad. I'm but then it was, but it was his birthday, and he was lit. Okay. But at the same time, then I was like, you're supposed to be over here claiming me. Right, right. And so, like, they shouldn't have in like they should know that we talking they shouldn't feel comfortable they shouldn't feel right they shouldn't feel comfortable and then after that i talked to somebody okay were there any of them cute like you were like (laughs) um all right america like i ain't out here just dating everybody but i've dated another person after that and i showed up to his birthday party I happen to be around people who have birthdays, right? I was about to say, you love a good birthday. I do love a good birthday. <laughs> so I showed up to his birthday party, walk in the living room, and then walk to the kitchen, and he was preparing food. Immediately, stopped what he was doing, like, grabbed my wrist, and then introduced yes. me to every person exactly. in that house. And I was like... Exactly. Exactly. Like, That's how it should be. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Let them know up front. Especially if this is something that you've invited me to, then kind of just, I don't know, I feel like it's just etiquette. Sure. You know, beyond relationship stuff, it's etiquette to be like, hey, this is so-and-so, everybody... You know, like, that's just what you do. I've had that situation as well. Um, Which one? Wow, this is actually deja vu before I even met y'all. Like, I actually saw this hap- this conversation happening. I'm really tripping. I, I maybe it's a It's the peanut. <laughs> so, but, um, you know, my fiance, before we became, like, fiancés, you know, we were boyfriends. He had a friend, like, and I used to always tell him, your friend is fighting with you. He'd be like, no, he's not, or whatever. And, like, I would just observe him when he was around him. And so I was like, oh, I'm like... Bitch, exactly. Like, so he never thought that he was like flirting with him. I was like, he's flirting with you. So we had a gathering at our house, and like they were like that, or whatever. And my friends was like, "Bitch, 
what's going on with these? And that's the thing. If somebody else notices it, mm. now I'm pissed. Yeah, like, now, that's embarrassing. It's embarrassing <laughs> as fuck. The fact that my friends or people are checking it from outside, yes, in, and you're not checking it, now it's a problem. Like now it's they from inside, it's like, okay, bitch. So what's going on with them two? And I was like, and you know, I had already had it in my mind, so I'm like, child. So now you're like, oh shit, this confirmation. Like, yeah, now you're ready to go. So I had, <laughs> so I brought it to his attention. I was like, look. I understand this is your friend. I was like, but I don't trust this bitch. Like, yeah. I don't. I say the way he, like, he always got a touch on you or whatever. Like, he called, he texted him calling him boo and babe. Oh, baby. I mean, no. Boo is, boo is, like, boo is okay. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Don't call my man boo. <laughs> Look, I, I call up. my best friend, my male best friend. Like, I was like, hey, babe. Hey, yeah, babe. exactly. Like, I do that. Yeah. Like, but see, that situation, I already knew. But if you know that somebody like, likes somebody or you have an inkling, yeah. then it's like any word or term that you use other than their name, it's going to be a problem. I just knew he was not a good friend for him because in the end, like, he he did something so stupid. Like, he's going to, we were going to visit my family for the first time. This bitch had the nerve to ask my fucking fiance if he was going to cheat on me while he was out there in my hometown. My hometown. Okay. So are you going to get you something while you're out there? Like it it sounds like he wants he wants to give your boyfriend some. That's uh, your fiance now fiance. So that's what it sounds like from that. That's what I got from well, that. Well, friendship, I, I beat his ass. Well, I want to. <laughs> yeah, because that's what was gonna come. Look, it's the Kanye that got taped. Baby, so I want to know how did your man receive you telling him like I don't think this this dude is good for you. So after I actually brought the situation to his attention and made him analyze what I was actually talking about. Then he kind of saw what I was talking about. And then, you know, even with him saying what he said, as far as asking him, like, was he going to cheat on me or whatever? He knew right then, okay, this is not the kind of friends I want. Because first of all, I don't want nobody around my man who is okay with him cheating. Right, like, right, right. if you want to be a good friend, then you need to have a, set a good example for your friend as well. So I'd already told him, I was just like, yeah, this friendship, I was like, I don't know what you're going to do, but... This friendship is going to cause an issue yeah. or whatever. But he had already made up in his mind, you know, himself that, okay, yeah, this friendship is over. Like, I want my relationship. So since you brought that up, I know we have to move on with the rest of this um segment. Mm -hmm. But how do y'all feel about cutting off friendships for your significant other? Um, I've been in the position to cut off friendships for my significant other. And I've put someone in that position to cut them off. Uh, and I feel like it was beneficial on both ends. Um, but is that something y'all are willing to do? Do y'all feel like it's ever necessary? I definitely have. Um, I will say this: I have dated some people in the past that didn't work out, and then let's see if I have. We um we actually became friends and stuff. But however, I explained to my fiance that you know we're only friends. But again, if he wasn't comfortable with us being cool, you know, after having dealings with each other, I just had to let him know like it's no love lost. But you know, I have to respect my relationship. Did that hurt you at all to do that? Um. No, because I was doing something that made him happy and comfortable. And I want him to know that at the end of the day, he comes first. No offense to y'all, sorry, but, you know, he comes yeah. first. That's why we get married. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Um, because, and I was thinking about this while we were preparing for this show, and I, I, don't, I don't really have a whole lot of friends. And so the thing is, and, like, I, I'm not, like, afraid of losing anybody, but when... If I fuck with you, then you're family. Right. And so, like, I have people who I have I've known for years, and I consider them like brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. And so, um, there are even some exes who I have friendships with now, and they're like family. And so, I don't think I would want to lose them or just say I can't 
talk to you guys anymore. Like I would introduce my my partner to them and say, hey, this is the deal. Yes, we may have talked, um, but this is someone who like shaped me to be the person who I am so that I could be the person who you need me to be. Um, like these are people who I rely on. This is my village. And like, I don't think I would want to just walk away from my village. Now, if it becomes a problem, that's a conversation. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that I would really like if it's like acquaintances and people who are in my life and my partner's like, yeah, I don't trust this person. Well, what is it that you see in this person that I don't see? That again is another conversation. Then I'm like, okay, fine, cool. Right. It is right. what it is. So, <laughs> hi. Um, but if it's someone who I've been rocking with for years and this person has supported me through my growth, and then this person helped me be who I am so that I could actually meet you, yeah, I don't think I could just let them. Yeah, but what if that person still is giving vibes like I kind of. Well, I don't you know. I don't. Yeah. You don't have. Okay. Yeah, don't okay. All right. Yeah. So how about you switch the narrative to friends? So friends. Okay. So like, what does loyalty mean in a friendship? Um, show up. Um, I'm one of those people, like, I don't, I don't have to do the everyday bullshit. Mm -hmm. I don't have to go out to brunch and I, we don't have to hang every single day or every week. Or Like I have friends who I haven't seen in three months, six months or whatever. We still communicate. Life is good. We mm -hmm. get busy. We're adults. And, but. If something comes up and you need me, I'm there. Right. So, and so I expect the same thing from my friends. Like I said, they're family. And so if something comes up for me, be there. Um, and I understand that you can't always be there 100% of the time, but show up in some way that I know that you you care mm -hmm. and that you support me. So this question was actually asking me today. Um, they want to know, like, are we friends or are we just co-hosts? That's a good question. That's a good. <laughs> that question. was a good question. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good question. You about to answer? Oh, it, yeah, I definitely feel like y'all my friend. Y'all y'all my family. I talk to y'all every day. Like some people, like I'm very close with. Fucking okay, we talk, <laughs> but we talk every day. Like you guys have definitely whether have we want to friends. or not. Like we definitely <laughs> become family. So I definitely feel like we're definitely friends. And I I agree. Like <laughs> I consider you guys family. If there's anything that you need, you can definitely ask. You can call right. me. Um, even when you guys share that there's troubling things going on in your life, like I'm calling my mom, I'm like, hey, you need to pray for this. Right, right, right. And you um, say that, you'll be like, yeah. well, I told my mom to pray. Mm -hmm. And she'll, and then my mother's the type, like I went to go see her for her birthday at the end of last month. Mm -hmm. And the first thing she asked me, like, what's going on with this person? What's going on with this person? What's, and she, I give her the rundown. Right, right. And so like, she's constantly thinking about y'all. She's constantly thinking about the other people who are in my life. And so like, again, I don't take, my um acquaintances my friendships lightly same and so if like i said if i fuck with y'all mm -hmm. y'all the family yeah, I, agree. Yeah, I agree and it's funny because when we came in today um <laughs> uh, <laughs> production was like i didn't know y'all didn't know each other before the right. show <laughs> exactly a lot of people say that yeah say that, and say no that. we like i only knew of rodney from the gym when i used to manage the gym and then i met we all met the same night we had the same conversation the conversation was the probably like the most open and real conversation and weird <laughs> and weird <laughs> and weird it's like okay so you're top you're bottom okay so you first yeah it was so no, that was you that was you you yeah. want to ask the question oh my god you did because i i wanted to know like what, what y'all giving like because i had my assumptions and i would say that i was wrong about you 
and I was right about you. Mm. Yeah, I thought you were top. I thought you, and I, I figured that you were first. Yeah, and you were right about the other person. And I was right about the other person that lost their contract before we even before started. Before we even started. Um, I was right about him, and I was wrong about Rodney. Yeah. I was wrong about Rodney. I think we all was wrong about Rodney. He kind of threw me off. <laughs> <laughs> look, you Rodney, Rodney's gonna look at this and be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> "You bitches!" <Okay. laughs> but what about y'all? What is what is what do you think loyalty means in a friendship? I think loyalty in a friendship is whatever you need and want it to be, and a part of like building a friendship. You mm. know what that looks like for the other person. No, you know. So like, what you define as loyalty in a friend, what you define like, I'm sure we have a lot of common like right, things right. in common that we may say. But it's not going to look the exact same. Um, so I feel like, you know, in order to have a good friend, you have to show what a good friend is. And then you have to hope that that's reciprocated because that's what good friends do. Yeah. So not to say that you two will be just alike, but yeah. like whatever I think loyalty is, if you're my friend, then you're going to be my type of loyal mm -hmm. because I love you. Because yeah. it's love and loyalty we're not choosing. <laughs> <laughs> and at the same time, and to piggyback off of that, like, um, like we had a, a deep conversation once and I, I was like... Who do you want me to be in this moment? Yes, I, I remember right. that. You it was actually us three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, who do you want me to be right now? Because I could be the friend who go, who is going to be like a bitch. And then I could be like the professional version of And I think you that. went with the bitch at that time. Yeah. yeah, I think. Yeah. I but you, you told him it was But like I needed it. Yeah, I needed yeah. it. <laughs> I was like. Well, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely needed it. Um, I agree. I feel like. If you want a good friend, you have to be a good friend, mm -hmm. you know. Um, the friends I do have, um, you know, it's most of my friendships are, like, very long-term. Um, like, I don't really do too many new friends, like, other than y'all. Like, y'all are the most of the newest friends I have. But um, I just feel like I want to get what I give, you know. Mm -hmm. Like, that's all I ask. Like, I don't ask no more than what I give you. It's simple as that. Yeah. And then going back to, we had a conversation of, like, probably, like, episode three. And, like, people aren't going to think exactly like you. So exactly. even though, like, I'm saying that I want to get what I give, sometimes that's just according to where you are. Because if that's your best, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if I know, you know that's your, your best, yeah. right, I know my friends. Yeah. So if that's your best and you're giving it to me, then we're good. Right. You know what I mean? Because I'm going to give my best, but that may look different. Right. And that's okay, too, as long as, once again, I know that you're giving your best. That's fair. So, that's definitely fair. So, um, you know, this is a this is a tricky thing when we talk about relationships especially in the gay community like do you think in the gay community that people find friendships through sex and do you think if that is the case do you think that complicates things i think that people get people want a certain thing everybody wants to be loved everybody wants attention everybody wants to feel good so i i feel like you could think it's a friendship and you could think y'all are friends with benefits, but y'all are comfortable getting what you want. You know, when y'all aren't talking titles or whatever, but you're comfortable getting what you want. Why are you making so many faces? I, like, well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it went from friendship to sex to love to. Yeah. It went just like that. Like, so I mean, I feel like I don't think it necessarily. I mean, it I guess it depends on. If you and a person are on the same page, but but I'm what I'm what you're saying is that y'all started off one way and then y'all progressed. Yeah. But what I'm saying is if you're just gonna be friends and you're just gonna keep fucking like that's kind of like you oh, know what I mean. More so, who actually do that? But I mean, I just feel like you're just 
that's not a friendship to me. Like that's that's a type of relationship. It's mm-hmm. not like boyfriend, girlfriend, boyfriend, boyfriend, whatever. It's not like a like, you know, with the definition, but that's still a relationship. And I feel like there's a lot of people that do that are okay with not establishing like what the boundaries may be or what the title is because I'm getting what I want. Like I'm getting pleasure because we're having sex. You're obviously showing me some form of loyalty. You're showing me that you like me, you know, you're accepting me. I'm accepting you. Like, I just feel like it's a place of like convenience. Like, let's just do this. Like, but do you think that also opens the door for complications? Because, you know, sometimes that sex come with expectations and like, you know, we could be having sex and then like, what if we're out and about and then I see you with somebody else? Mm-hmm. And you feel some type of way. And then you yeah. feel some type I of way. I think it leads to complications depending on the people. Yeah, I wouldn't. I if you know, allow your feelings to get involved, then I feel like it'll definitely cause. Yeah, issues. but the thing is, a lot of times when we say that we're not gonna let our feelings get involved, some subconsciously they do, or certain things, or certain whatever, you know, just or if you go, say you're like involved in a situation like that, and then y'all go longer without seeing each other than what you would normally do. I feel like it's only natural that you could start to feel like some type of not even withdrawal, like, oh, I got to have it. I got to have that person. But it breaks the norm. So it's like, you know what I mean? It leaves you to question. It leaves you to either want more of them or somebody else. I feel like those situations are just. They are messy. Now you think about I've had this situation. They're messy. It's very messy. It's a lot. You have, you know, you can go on a date. Or actually, you could be out in public with someone that you're actually seeing. But, you know, you and your friend, right. you know, y'all mess around from time to time. And they want to be shady, throw slurs. Or somebody's around flirting and, yeah. oh, my God, just fucked last night. Like, it's, it's just, just it's not that petty. I've been in that situation, but. And I'm just I like, know, you know, I have, yeah. like, bitch, what's your problem? Like, bitch, you know I don't what this is? Friends. Like, what? I don't fuck my friends. Because I, I, that's, we can't be friends. Well, yeah, we can't be friends. <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> no, 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 no. So what, what, what was that? What just happened? Uh, I have. He has a friend. <laughs> I have a couple friends that I have had sex with, and y'all still friends, and we're still friends. Good friends. <laughs> we're still good. <laughs> you still having sex? No, we're not having sex. No. We're not having sex. But would you? <laughs> <laughs> No comment. <laughs> no, because I want to answer, but I feel like when people in my DMs, like the first thing they'd be like, well, you said on the show this and that. Oh. <laughs> they do, so I don't want to, like, I don't know what to say. Not sure. <laughs> you don't want to waste his potential away. <laughs> right, I don't want to chase my DMs away. Um, I would, because uh, I'm single right now. Yeah. So I would, but... It does make things more and more complicated, and I feel bad just because of like where they are. So I feel bad that I like I don't know, yeah. But um, I would probably do it again if I had enough Pinoc Blue. I'd probably do it again. <laughs> this specifically, this one specifically, probably any. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> All right, so I think that is enough of that. Hopefully, we answered um, our opener's question and uh, took it to where we needed to go. Um, I'm actually looking on the teleprompter for... Oh, Oh, I did take the name out. I did take it out. Okay. Thank you. I forgot that we weren't supposed to say the name, but I guess I remembered. Well, we said it last week, so... Who was that last week? Yeah, he said something about that too. <laughs> and then oh, we just said his name again. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<laughs> what did he say? We'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Wait. So you can't spell. Okay. Uh, you can't spell. Oh, it. wait. I can't. Shit. Why? Because he's watching. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's the drink. <laughs> All right. So left on red. Left on red, y'all. We always are giggling around this time. We don't. No, because I really fucked up. <laughs> really? Is it gonna bite us in the ass? Because if one more bitch says that our segment was a train wreck, look. At this point, it is what it is. Okay. Come on, let's go. Okay, I got you. <laughs> Production said they're gonna bleep it out. They got our back. They love us. All right, so let's get into this letter. <clears throat> So, hi, openers. I've been in this friendship with this guy for three plus years, and I've done nothing but be loyal, and they've shown me disloyalty. Exclamation mark. So, they're like on fire about this. He would tell me things about people and run back to that person and tell them what I said when, I, when he was confiding in me and I was simply having his back. He would defend others but never defend me. I've always defended him, had his back, true loyalty, but when it comes to me, he throws me under the bus and doesn't have my back. Should I speak up and talk to him about it or go by his actions and carry the friendship lightly? I'm a firm believer in extending grace to people. Um, not only has God extended me grace, obviously, but people have extended me grace. And I feel like that has taken me far in certain situations. Um, so you never know what people are going through. I feel like there's no reason to ever be a he say, she say and go back and tell especially if somebody was having your back. So like if you come to me and you're like, okay, this person, you know, cussed me out, they did me dirty. So I'm like, oh yeah, like, you know, fuck her, whatever, whatever, you know. And then you go and tell them, it's like, well, wait a minute. Like I, I had your back and I was kind of like looking out for you and maybe speaking truth, truth about that person. Um, so I would extend grace by having the conversation. Um, and it may be as something as simple as, it may be something, the faces, it may be something as simple as like, don't be a messy bitch. Like, you know, if you have to have a, that conversation with your friend, I don't usually have to have those conversations with people I call friends, but you might, your friends might be messy sometimes. So, you know, it's a simple conversation. Hey, stop being messy. This is how I feel. Normally when you say something, I have your back. So if you're going to go run and tell, then don't, if, don't come and tell me, like, don't bring it up. If you're only going to go back to those people, I say, have the conversation with them and then see how things go. If things don't change, just step away. Like love that person from a distance and the second part says, should you carry the friendship lightly? I would do that if you need to. Come on, Tay, what you got? Because you're A lot, because the face is all turned up. Like, you know that emoji where it'd be like... <laughs> I'm a firm believer. When a person show you who they are, believe them. And in regards to this situation, um, I just feel like if I'm your friend... Really quick. And bitch. So has your fiance ever done something actions wise that you're like okay why would you do that or i don't really like the way you're doing that yes right so and you're willing to marry that person that showed you an action that you didn't really like or mm -hmm. agree with mm -hmm. so you extended him grace because you love him you care about that relationship so that's what i'm saying to him extend him some grace if you care about him and you you want the relationship why is it different i think because that's a relationship and this is a friendship and for me like again my but y'all started off as friends so like y'all have that foundation like you know what it is to have that foundation of the friendship but no longer he's no longer my friend he's my fiance well, he's, he should be both well that too but still but I'm, i feel like it's a it's definitely a different no like, because the same reason 
why you like decided to take your relationship to the next level because y'all were like such good friends. What if they're still in that such good friend stage? So it's like, I love you this much as a friend. Like you wrote into a show to talk about your friend. So like, I feel like you really are concerned about this relationship. Like it's not a no brainer. You really want help to address the issue. You care about this person. It's kind of hard for me to comment on this. You're just show. being shady. No, why. it's hard for me to comment on this particular letter. Why? Because I know this friendship. And? <laughs> and I'm trying to be very political and respectful. So I don't know the relationship. So, so basically, like I'm a big believer. Like I agree with Tate. Like when people show you who they are, believe them. That's that's a Maya Angelou thing. Um, but at the same time, it's like honestly, this isn't about what the person is doing. This is about how you are responding. And so this person is out here betraying you, and you're still out here just like. All right, I'm your friend. I'm your friend. This person is showing you that they are not your friend. And it could be for various reasons. It could be like this person is jealous. This person is um, just messy hating on you. They're, they're just messy. Um, and maybe your life is better than theirs. But, you know, one of my favorite Oprah quotes. I'm just looking at Tate's face. <laughs> I, I, I hope you talk to whoever this is about this letter off camera because you you have so much more to say that you're not. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, but you know, one of my favorite Oprah quotes is like, "You can't be friends with someone who wants your life." Right. That's true. And like, it just seems like when someone. <laughs> oh my god! Bitch. No, that's just water on the table. But. <laughs> oh my god! But you know, when someone is doing so much to, either intentionally or unintentionally, to hurt you. And like, number one, I agree with you, address it. And then if it doesn't change, move on. Okay, so add to that, a part of this letter is missing. Cause remember, the letter said they live together. Okay, so? The, so, you the know, it puts that... you in a different position when you want to talk to someone about them being disloyal when you're living with them. Yeah. You no, know, for me, to your point, it does make it more touchy more like friction more like okay it's not a matter of us talking on the phone or us meeting up and going our separate ways we live together so if there's tension there's going to be tension at home cool but if we're on the level of living together then no it ha it has to be addressed because it, there's no way that I'm a firm believer I'm not going to be uncomfortable in my home exactly. ever ever you won't disrespect me in my home I'm not going to be uncomfortable in my home if we're together we argue we're going to get this right before it's time to go to sleep we're going to get this atmosphere back to peace whatever so the fact that they even live together this shows you like the level of magnitude of the friendship so that's why I feel like respect like you're disrespecting me out in the streets and then you're like playing buddy buddy in my face and then that person looks dumb too because it's like if you're going back and telling like oh this person said this, this person said that well this is your roommate and publicly disrespecting him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can yeah. you give us names like after no. the show? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> not now. I'm not like I'm not no, that tipsy um, from the Let piano. me just say this, um, since I do know these friends. I would just say that Were they at your um house when you had the um No, they were there. Um I would definitely oh, say shit. that um I know the person that wrote in truly loves this person. And in what um, respect? As, as a friend, oh. as a really good friend, like a big brother, actually. He looks at him like a big brother. Um, and I could understand why they're so hurt because, again, 
certain like if you feel some type of way towards me or say something come say it to me we live together don't put it on social media like that's yeah. that's embarrassing like oh they do wait. the social media thing yes that's beyond that's not even disloyal that's not even disloyal like that's not disloyal it was very hurtful like and i, I actually saw it for myself so yeah. that's why i say i get why this person is so hurt because like our rooms are down the hall from each other. You can't come tell me that's how you yeah. feel. Like you really gonna put. So it I want to retract my last statement. <laughs> um, <laughs> what I said about have a conversation. Yeah, have a conversation, but not to not to continue the friendship in the light that it was. Yeah. Anytime somebody is going, and at, at this day, we're too old for you to take it to social media and like talk about me on social. It's one thing to go to somebody, but. We, we're it's, like, it's I can literally knock on your door and like say, "Can I borrow a do rag?" And you're on social media you talking can't tell about me. me. No, that's, like, no, that's, look, that's nowadays yeah. you cannot share do rags. Well, I don't share do rags. I don't even share mascara. But it's just like to. Sisters, but so my like, thing was like, and I don't want to get too much into it because I don't want to put like this conversation out. But it was just like the person was just really just expressing their like really just expressing themselves on social media, and then they got like really like commented and was just like. Oh, child, I hope you hurt and find a man because you must just be so lonely. Like, you always oh, posting no. depressing stuff. Like, you could have came to my room and told but me But if that. you're saying that I'm always posting depressing stuff, like, if we're... That's another red flag. If we're friends and you feel like I'm depressed, why would you take it to social media and bash me about being depressed versus saying, hey, friend, like, you know, what are you, you say, okay? Do you say, a friend? Can we go get that don't sound like a friend. Exactly. I agree. So, like I said, I retract <laughs> the first statement and the conversation needs to be, um, are we breaking the lease or are we just not going to speak until the lease is up? My my statement <laughs> still stands. We're we not doing that. Um, I'm not retracting anything. Everything I said, I stand on it. Okay, because bitch, next thing you get these. I feel like I got background information after our, which wasn't fair. Honestly, that wasn't fair. So I had to retract. (laughs) It looked like the letter was altered because that was actually in the letter. You trying to say I altered the letter? You had to, bitch. I did not alter the letter. That is the one I got. That is the one I did edit it, but I didn't like chop stuff. I just like I can't talk about that because that's insensitive. Mm. Look, anyway. But we do edit letters for um, grammatical errors. If that's the insensitivity part that you were talking that's about. That's what I was talking about. Well, and I, I did it. I did fix the grammatical errors um, yeah, prior to us coming here. But I didn't chop like pieces out. So I don't know where the mix up was. Where well, the girl, disconnect. I'll send it to you, okay? <laughs> so you I don't know where the disconnect was. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, <laughs> openers, once again, it was a pleasure sharing this time with you. Thank you for coming and joining the three of us as we swallow hard topics and spit out difference of opinions. And it also goes to show that no matter who is here, Devin is going to argue with somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Did I argue? I was your Ronnie today. Yeah, you tried. <laughs> you tried it. Uh, I thought we were having like healthy conversation and difference in opinion. You just said difference in opinion. All right. Good night, y'all. Good night. <laughs>